Hi, welcome to Beer for Founders. I'm Gail Wilkinson, joined by one of our team members, Joel Harris. So we have 10 team members here at Vitalize at this time, and Joel has come on board to help us with our portfolio company and business development um, in that sense. So Joel, could you share with the viewers what you're doing to help our portfolio companies? Sure, so as business development manager, I'm really trying to help the portfolio companies be as, as successful as possible. So this can be connections to customers, to potential follow-on investors, um, general problem solving. Uh, and we do this via getting out there via emails. We're creating a Slack channel for our founders to communicate and other creative solutions. Awesome. So um, let's say a company comes in and is looking for an independent board member that adds some diversity to their existing four board members. How would we go about helping that company to find candidates for that open position? Yeah, so what's really unique about Vitalize and Irish Angels is the huge network that we have. So whether it's the 225 investor angel members uh, that have experience in investment banking, finance, human resources, or own their own companies, we can leverage that. We also have an affiliate network of about 8,000 uh, individuals we can reach out to. So we can do email campaigns, we can reach out directly, uh, we can uh, help them recruit and talk about board governance if that's something they're interested in. And so it's a really probably one of the most extensive networks out there to try to solve some of these hiring issues or board seat issues. Great. So the, the network is definitely something that I think is allowing us to provide the value to the portfolio companies. And um, one of the things that I've learned over time is the, that there are a lot of different ways that various funding firms will help the companies. Um, and so as a founder who doesn't have a lot of experience working with different investment firms, what advice would you give to the founders so that they can properly vet the investors and make sure that those investors that they're thinking about working with will actually add value? Yeah, so similar to how we do due diligence into the companies we invest in, uh, founders or CEOs of these startups should do due diligence into the investors that are going to invest into them. Um, sometimes they'll give out, uh, the investment firms will give out a recommendation list of, you know, you should talk to these investments that we've made, talk to these CEOs. Uh, I would recommend you know, finding your own references or doing your own back channeling to find maybe the ones they didn't recommend to try to get a broad picture of how their investment thesis works, how they are during board meetings, what their communication cadence is, just so that you are, you're understanding um, what you're getting into. It, this is a lot like a marriage, except with a prenup, <laughs> and there's an, uh, terms that are agreed upon on how to exit those relationships, and so you should really understand those. Uh, thoroughly before committing. Yep, very important. Definitely do your due diligence on the investors. Okay, Joel, so assume that the, the founder has taken capital from an investor. How should the, how should the founders uh, manage those relationships with the investors after that? Yeah, so I, I really think communication or over-communication is key. Uh, I see a lot of uh, funds advising to do monthly email updates to the investors, which I think has positives, but when they're formatted in a way that's, that's like a newsletter that we're all subscribed to too many of them, it can kind of get lost into the, the email chaos. Um, although I, I do think it is important. Uh, I don't think anything negative in the business shouldn't be a surprise to the investor. They should be aware of what your cash flow position is, how you're doing against your sales targets, um, what your hiring needs might be or what your next critical hire should be. 
Um, those should all be very present, I think, to the investors. It's when they get a call out of the blue um, that they're running out of cash and need to do a bridge round or need to raise some money quickly. Um, those are conversations that don't usually go well. Um, but I will also put it to the investor that if it's a surprise to them, then they're not doing their job as an investor or shareholder or board observer or board member to stay in communication with the founder. So you mentioned that the founders shouldn't have too long of an update. What, what should their update look like to make sure that the investors are still able to quickly read that and help them? Yeah, I think different investors have different KPIs that they care about, whether it's uh, annual recurring revenue or monthly recurring revenue or visits to the website or sales figures. So I think being upfront and, and asking what are important to uh, investors, what's their dashboard that they look at for the health of a business is really important. Um, I think you want to avoid things like details around personnel changes or you know, anything that could be inflammatory in writing, you try to avoid that, keep it concise, um, positive, but you know, what are the challenges that you're facing right now? Great, we do suggest our portfolio companies on a quarterly basis to let us know the KPIs and also how can we help. So at least on a quarterly basis, you as the founder should really think about reaching out to investors to ask for that help. Well, thanks for joining us, Joel. Thanks to you, the viewers, as well. You can like and subscribe below. You can find our podcast on Google, Apple, SoundCloud, and Spotify. We'll see you next time. <laughs>